Gigalos, welcome to Garbage In, Garbage Out. I'm your host, Kelton, and I'm joined, as always, by my amazing co-host, Grift. How's it going, buddy? Good. Uh, home for the holidays. Made it out of uh, New York City unscathed. Uh, there was literally, like, lines of COVID testing, like, right across from my bus station. <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah. But- you were walking by a bunch of drug addicts. That's okay. You can say that you live in the bad part of town. No. I- you're addicted <laughs> to the needle. Uh, I, uh, no, I will push back against these anti-New York narratives. Uh, literally everybody <laughs> on Twitter just like shits on it all the time. I, I may be the only person who actually likes living there. Um, I see. <laughs> so, so I, I am, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a contrarian here and and stick up for New York, despite. Uh, At least you're on brand with the contrarianism. Yeah, it's fitting. <laughs> well, uh, that lovely voice that everyone hears is our guest Ruby. I fumbled my my surprise introduction. Hello. I'm back, Gigalos. <laughs> Wel- welcome back uh, to me. I'm doing great. I'm glad to hear it. I mean, you know, uh, this has been uh, definitely a week at, uh, in movie news and at the box office. So I'm very excited for us being able to do a Gigocast where uh, we, we talk about all of this and then we get to limit ourselves to three minutes with each of these topics. So uh, that it's will prevent hard. both of our ranting on these <laughs> topics, uh, capping yeah. them out just ever so slightly. For the best. But let's talk about the top story right now and that is that spider-man no way home is a just unmitigated financial success the fucking movie spider-man is back america is back the movies are back (laughs) we we fucking did it okay that was me i did that the the unending un unfiltered advocate for spider-man i did it nothing else (laughs) everybody's like oh godzilla is gonna save the movies or some dumb shit when that came out or fucking some other dumb movie at the time no it was spider-man spider-man did it not even other marvel stuff did just okay sorry go ahead see ruby no. you're, you're like hype and promotion for this thing it feels natural because it's like an extension of what you actually yeah your your favorite franchise but i see everybody on the fucking timeline who has been shitting on marvel movies for years now is all of a sudden like all marvel pilled again Cause it's like, good. Cause it's I, good. Sorry. Sorry. No, you gotta, it's you gotta good. keep the same energy. Oh, you keep shit. Oh my God. Everything. Shut up. It's good. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that your, your, your soul is crushed, but it's good. I agree with you, Ruby. It's finally a Marvel movie where we get to watch a straight don't, white guy lead the box office success yes, window. We don't need do more it. movies like this. None of the other forced diversity good, of Eternals. No female leads like Black Widow. Keep That's right. We don't need a Miles white. Morales movie. Just Spider-Man. We don't. We need not, <laughs> not, only one, not only one straight white Spider-Man, but bring the other two straight white Spider-Man back. <laughs> we, Every we need three of them. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. And then when they start bringing in new Spider-Man, they stay white. <laughs> they just bring back Tobey Maguire, but he's in blackface. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they got to bring back Tropic Thunder Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Oh, like my God. Now, there Let's we go. go. That, yeah. I, I see. It. I mean, this, uh, for anyone wondering, I think it was $587 million worldwide, $260 million Let's domestic. Fucking go. So, I mean, Second biggest opening weekend of all time that's right My fucking that's pandemic right. bitch Fuck another you. another 10 years of superhero movies that's is right. what this ensures no, it's another it's 10 uh, years of spider-man movies eternals fucking sucked ass that didn't make any fucking money like they're gonna make another well, 10 oh, years no. of spider-man movies they're gonna Good. make spider-man movies no matter what so this this just means like 10 more years of green lighting every single superhero concept and in marketing it, it no, under the it Marvel just brand, ten years of multiverse stuff. It's going to fucking be. Uh, well, you know, you're, you're not entirely wrong there. It also was humorous to me. I, again, I haven't seen the movie, so I, I'm not sure what the specific details are. I, I want to try and avoid spoilers for a little bit. 
Uh, well, good for you. Again, you're, you're doing the Lord's work, yeah. boots on the ground, paying hard-earned money that could be spent on NFTs instead they to gave go out, there. They, AMC so. gave out a Spider-Man NFT if you pre-order tickets with them. Oh, I see. And did you pre-order tickets with them? No, because it's expensive. <laughs> I wanted I to. I actually wanted to go pre-order more tickets to get it. Because I was like, if I'm going to have one, it might as well be a Spider-Man one. But I, I didn't. I didn't have the money. So. Well, you know, it, it's okay. It was funny, though, to see people who were throwing complaints up. Like, oh, the X-Men aren't introduced in this. Fantastic Four aren't introduced in this. Who cares? And it really does remind me just how baby-brained some of these people and are. See, I'm the because good one. Because I was only it, there for Spider-Man. I didn't give, well, who and, gives and a that's fuck good. about the rest. It's dumb. Stupid. Because no one should think that Disney is going to be putting in other characters into a movie where they share half the profits with another studio like yeah let, let's not you know disney is a monstrosity which is what leads me into our next story here which is the fact that other disney movies feels weird to call them that like nightmare alley and west side story and the last duel all have fallen by the wayside having drops as big as 73 74 percent due in no small part due to movie theaters literally canceling the theater showings so that way then they can make more room for No Way Home. For Spider-Man. To but wasn't Nightmare Spider-Man. a Disney movie because of the Fox deal, though? Wasn't yeah. It? Well, yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I'm saying it feels are, are weird why? to call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, they are they to not release tanking it with, them? Yes, like, like they are. Yeah, yeah. They knew this movie was going to fucking make an insane amount of money. Like, they're not stupid. They tanked it because it was a Fox property. Like, I, Well, okay. I mean, I want to be a little bit fair to to how things go i think that there probably were film contracts put in place to where saying you will release it at this time so that way then it can qualify for the awards push at xyz time mm. the the so i i understand why they released it now granted there there were some delays and other things so i don't want to sound too contrarian here but i feel like them openly closing out theaters so that way then more tom holland and zendaya can pop up on screens yes. shows what happens when you have a monopoly but i mean even if they're closing out some screenings like people legitimately did not want to watch these movies and it's such a common like it's such a common complaint now be like oh there are no more uh mid-budget movies made that are star vehicles and that are things other than superheroes like if people actually want these movies they need to go see them when they're in theaters like exactly <laughs> and, yeah the last duel is exactly that you have matt damon ben affleck adam driver in a ridley scott film and it made less than 15 million dollars the steven spielberg west side story movie makes less than 20 million dollars Guillermo del Toro with Nightmare Alley. Those numbers are so low, they are still working on official confirmation numbers. Yeah, wasn't what it like they 10? Like yeah. 10 oh, million? Man. Yeah, Less that's than rough. that. It was like five or something. It was yeah, that's rough. like one of the biggest bombs. Like it was, didn't have that big a budget, but still like it's brutal. And, and so it's one of those things of where we need to keep this in mind again yay i'm so happy for you ruby spider-man doing great yes. doing wonderfully gonna keep carrying forward uh the, keep the, making money the torch yeah, don't even it, release it, anything else this year don't like it's not gonna make any money i'm sorry disney don't worry that's disney's 2024 slate unironically yeah is just only the superhero movies that will make them 250 million plus in profit and also they get to sell a whole bunch of toys and merch to the kids no one's I'm buying buy like some. some sick nightmare alley uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe Nightmare Alley fake mustaches. That that would be something. You all, you're so. all going to be eating your words when they make so much money off of Spider Man that they can release an Eternals too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not gonna though, because like it has it has to make its own money. Like they yeah. fucking the dumped problem. Eternals fast as fuck. They are not again. Uh, uh, I know Griff. We've talked about it before, but uh, the Eternals exist only so that way they then there could be a 30 second Harry Styles cameo as Thanos's brother. I mean, and then move <laughs> the plot along even further. I mean, so. literally, yeah, it exists as a as an overarching plot mover to push the yeah. background shit of the Marvel Universe forward. <laughs> they don't care about that movie. Of course. Like, oh, I mean, it's Disney. I doubt they actually truly cared about anything. Uh, care about look at it's fine there's one thing though that i think we can care about and that's going to be this upcoming trailer that we just saw called the unbearable weight of massive talent Fuck it's nick cage yes. baby he's back let's go <laughs> the nick cage renaissance continues 
He fucking he's still winning. He can't lose. I'm so excited. I, I don't think he, so he can lose ever. I mean, he can't. Uh, the the film is set for anyone who's wondering it stars nick cage as a fictional version of nick cage where he takes a million dollar job offer to attend a wealthy millionaire billionaires uh a super fan is throwing a birthday party where he wants nick cage to act out various scenes from all of his most famous and iconic roles so i mean that's not that fictionalized because I think part of the reason why <laughs> Nick Cage kept taking increasingly ridiculous roles, particularly through like the 2010s, was that he was in massive debt from all of his uh, uh, poor, poor, um, fi- like in, in investment the, the, purpose. Like the dude uh, rocks, though. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, like, like he's the, he's the, going into millions and millions of dollars of debt so he can purchase like castles and dinosaur skulls. Absolutely. Exactly. The things dude, that rich like, people should be doing. He's a Coppola. He's going to act like it. He's not going to run away from that. He just doesn't have the financial capital that comes with the Coppola, Coppola lifestyle. Yeah, he is. He, he's the Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. That's fu- that's so weird. That's funny. That's cool. There, there, there's a L- whole L- thing L- about that. A little fun bit of that, trivia you know. for you. Yeah, exactly. Something something for all you kids listening, wondering where you can get your hot Coppola family. For all the real for all the real cage heads and Coppola heads out there. We need we the need cage the Godfather heads. 4 starring Nick Cage. Unironically, <laughs> you, yes. Like reboot uh, yeah, the whole I, franchise like Hollywood loves to do and put Nick Cage in the starring role of an Italian mob boss, but set it in like the modern day or some stupid shit. It would be good. It would I, be good. We're we're pitching it to him and twenty four. Uh, there you go. There you go. See, yeah, that's for I, you. I forgot. Free. We that's need, for you. We need something Art. else though, where it's like he's a mob boss, but like his right hand man is a puppet. You know, something that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> wacky, but then is silly. It, yeah, but it's actually it's like a, a metaphor for of trauma. Vito Corleone. <laughs> it's a puppet of Marlon Brando as Vito. And he talks Perfect. to it all the time. I see. That's see, free. We, That's we got free this. for you screenwriters out there it's, listening in. It's like his venom, right? <laughs> <laughs> Careful. I think uh, I heard oh, no, a rumor even about there it's being. It's not a puppet. It's a fucking it's like a monster sludge that lives in him. But it's oh. it's Marlon Brando, Vito Corleone, like with bad CGI where they resurrect actors with it. And it talks to him and it just gets We're already blowing decent... through the budget here. Yeah. Come on. This isn't Look, malignant. We you, can't you commit, do. You commit a budget to art like this when art has has real passion denny villeneuve knows they gave him dune and they gave him the budget for it give me the budget for this that it, it's it's important i have uh, we're witnessing in real time ladies and gentlemen why spider-man made over 580 million dollars at the box office this yeah. is the competition so that's right uh, oh, hey. good job wall crawler wow. that's <laughs> I thought my idea was good, but that's okay. I, I again, I think it's good. I don't think it's gonna beat uh, make us that Spider-Man money. That's what we need. We need sweet, sweet merch. Come on, Ruby. Uh, we we, can, we got I can this. Merchandise Nick Cage. You can like I mean Marlon Brando Venom. The 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 covers of each of your uh, Spider Verse podcast episodes. You could sell each of those as, as NFTs. They work as avatars. They uh, are like they're each yeah. each one is different. Each one has the you know personalized features of the episode like it's if if, if it's perfectly it's smart yeah see this is this is why you're the one who runs the merch store it's these it's these merchandising ideas so fresh yes. and and innovative as always yeah. well you know if we're going to be talking about fresh and innovative i think we should talk about the next trailer which is everything everywhere all at once which all the uh, time? this is not is it uh, all it, at once uh, it, it, it it we're it's the Bo Burnham song. Otherwise, so you know uh, we, we okay. can't do that. No, uh, this is a uh, movie starring Michelle Yeoh. It, uh, it's an interdimensional action movie. Looks just super trippy. It's the people who did the Tear Down for What music video as well as the Swiss Army Man movie. Uh, they're doing something under the A twenty four banner that's produced by the Russo brothers. So uh, it, it's just a real hell of a mind meld for this. It reads Wait, like a beautiful the guys Mad who did Lib. The turn down for what music video? Did Swiss yes. Army Man? That's right. What That's the right. fuck? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Then, That's see, so cool. it, it, see it's, more fun it's crazy the connections that can work. Wow. It, it's uh, 
these are the facts that will help people win bar trivia like three years from now because yeah. uh, they're going to faintly remember this podcast. And like, I don't know why, but I have an instinct here. I'm going to answer that that was their big success. Um, Everything this, seems to be like coming up multiverse lately. Right. It, like, it does yes, feel like a weird is. trend that everyone's capitalizing on. It's because meaning- people realize that there's more money in crossing IP than there is in isolating IP mm. like you used to. Because before when a studio mm. had its IP, it was very is mine. And it's not like that anymore because you're going to get more money from idiots who will clap when they see two completely unrelated pieces of IP touch. I still can't get over them putting the fucking Clockwork Orange guys in fucking Space Jam. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, but that kind of, because at worst, it gets people talking about how ridiculous it is. Like, you haven't, and fucking Warner Brothers is making a fucking IP clashing fucking fighting game. They're making a Smash Bros. It's- yes, yeah, we, we've talked about it. I am I am very excited to have Scooby just get his heart ripped out by Arya Stark over yeah. and over again. Shaggy, just ultra instinct, shaggy fusion form, just decimating every other fucking character on that. It's, I it's mean, yeah, and like with the with the falling relative rate of profit in the industry, it's definitely they. This is a I think it's a desperation move as things are consolidating into just a few studios, like owning everything. Like they, yay! This is good. I, mean, I yeah, repeat this, to myself: this kind of thing is always a is always a desperation thing. To tie it back to to what I know, to spite like Sony wouldn't have given Spider Man back to Marvel to make movies if they didn't need it out of desperation that's very true we're tanking in profits after andrew garfield's movies tanked like that's a it's a thing you do when you have no other option hey hey they're bringing back andrew garfield though he's going to be the spider-man for the venom and morbius world so you know didn't they only didn't they only make the garfield spider-mans because they were going to lose access to the ip if they didn't like churn out another uh yeah because sam Raimi couldn't finish spider-man 4 he was going to make a trilogy that's uh okay they kept telling him we should reboot it we should reboot it and then he was like i don't want to i want to make my own and then eventually he was like you know what you know what fine you want to fucking reboot it anyway i'm not going to finish my version of it fast enough just fucking do whatever and they rebooted it so i'm like and now to see everybody nostalgic for like the garfield spider-man like nobody liked those movies when they came out no still nobody does now like they're weird ass movies it's (laughs) all dumb and fake it's all i hate it i hate it i hate it they're bad movies they're bad movies, okay? They're bad movies. It's stupid. Andrew Garfield's fine in those movies. He's like a good actor, but the movies are bad. I hate when people pretend things that are bad are good because it's been like five years. Why do people still love? Why do people think the prequels are good now? The Star Wars prequels. Okay. The Star. Oh no, I'm a I'm a prequels defender. Okay, they, you're 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 wrong. Prequels. Okay. Okay. No shitty CGI, shitty dialogue, shitty writing, whatever, whatever. It tells a coherent political story that was a ever more relevant allegory for the times. Can the, can the sequels say that? No, they're like, they, they make the, the, you know, political, like the, the, the geopolitics, of the world make no sense and aren't explained. We, we got to be careful. Anything to say about the world. We're comparing yeah. rotten apples to rotten oranges though. Is uh, exactly. the issue. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say that I think that a lot of what people feel for certain actors like Andrew Garfield, these positive emotions they're feeling for him are not entirely unlike what people have positive emotions for uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and you know uh, the performance there. Is that it's what the but actor did afterwards that then made everyone feel these feelings of endearment to him. I mean, Andrew Garfield is on a low tier Oscar buzz for that tick, tick, boom musical of uh, yeah. where he's portraying the creator of Rent. Like One of my favorite movies of all time is a movie he's a big part of. He's a co-star in, in fucking Social Network. I love oh, that yeah, movie. Yeah, I, he's really he's really good. He's a good hey, fucking he, actor. He like, was he was good in uh, Under the Silver Lake as well. He's good in everything. <laughs> right. He's fucking oh, good at acting. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that a joke? I haven't no, seen that. Uh, it, it's a good a movie. It's bad? a vibe, though. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. We, we got to get back on track, though. We're getting lost in the weeds. So it's time for I us to talk about the, uh, the trailer for <laughs> The Lost City. Yeah, where uh, we follow Sandra Bullock. She's playing a reclusive author who, after years of writing adventures, is finally finding herself in the middle of one. Ooh, but yeah, she gets. Kicked. This just looks like Red Notice too. It, it like, does. Get the, get, it, the, get this shit out of here. They got the, the like, formula down, don't they? 
I mean, yeah. this movie looks bad. Sandra like, Bullock is I, kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe, so has to get rescued by Channing Tatum, but not before Brad Pitt comes in and saves both of it, them. It's literally Red Notice. It's literally Red yeah. Notice bullshit. Again, it's so... I do like... I like Daniel Radcliffe playing, playing like eccentric bad guys. I liked him doing yeah. this exact same thing in Now You See Me Too. Oh, God. Like, I like oh, him doing God. that. But, uh, oh, God. Oh, I'm Chelton. I'm too good to have fun. <laughs> Fuck you. It's a fun movie. <laughs> your, okay? your bar for fun includes Now You See Me Too? It's fun. <laughs> what do you mean? Is it not fun? It's not it, fun. Whatever. It's okay. What, what was that movie where like Daniel Radcliffe had like guns like bolted? Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. I watched guns that. Yeah. Did, that, did that ever come out? Because I just remember seeing the ridiculous yeah. promo, like the, the the shooting photos for him. And he's yeah, in like. It came out. It's awesome. Like, it is. Okay. It is. in his hands with guns. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. like dude rock. It's fucking sick. <laughs> it's awesome. It came out. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I got I to gotta see that. Yeah, uh, definitely just watch the first like two thirds. The last third of it where they try and like have like a serious emotional resonance you're like this is it why i came to the daniel radcliffe has guns nailed to his hands movie come on what's happening here uh, i don't care about this subplot of like who your real dad is um it's, it's very stupid uh, i do want to give credit though to channing tatum for picking just like whatever projects it seems like delight him personally like it just seems like this was an excuse to go on a vacation to a set somewhere in, in latin america or wherever florida i'm not sure where they're shooting this but in between this and then the dog movie that's coming out like the guy is just <laughs> he's he's coasting as an actor right now uh living it up on easy street before magic mike 3 forces him to get into like super swole dance shape get again. back into shape yeah <laughs> i mean and like he he's, he seems like genuinely like a good guy like you like i don't know you can you can sort of you can sort of tell with people if you've seen them in enough things and like he, he just seems like a fun loving nice guy so uh if this if this is what floats his boat just let i don't know let him do it i'm not gonna watch it but exactly uh, like yeah, i'm so happy Definitely this is a great movie it. though like if you're trying to like find a movie to put on like with your parents or something. This is something they're gonna be like. Oh, Sandra Bullock is in this. Didn't they? Great. Didn't they? Wasn't this the one that has like a a cum, like an extended cum joke in it? I don't know. Wasn't that this I, one? I, I like just watched the trailers like twenty minutes ago. I already forgot it. But like, <laughs> I could have sworn there was like a, a an an overextended like cum joke in this. I wouldn't want to watch that with my mom. Uh, well, she like your your mother is not a fan of true cinema. Then come on now. I, I guess. What, not. what are you implying so. here? Let's go. Uh, let's see. The next uh, thing that we're going to be covering and talking about is The Witcher Blood Origin. It's a prequel series to The Witcher. Uh, has anyone seen The Witcher TV show yet? No, but this literally looks like it was made by the same like Wheel of Time team. Like <laughs> yes. all of these fucking all these streaming fantasy shows look the same. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but just the way the characters are shot against the backgrounds and like the visual effects. And I don't know if it's just I've seen them from the trailers, but they all look the same and it all looks shitty and it all looks literally worse than stuff that was made 20 years ago with like Lord of the Rings. Like, get, get the fuck boring. out of here. Yeah, I, I don't. I've taken I, a hard. So I'm going to recuse myself from this discussion because I've taken a hard, like vitriolic anti-witcher stance. I don't. I'm not. I'm don't not ask me. That. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I don't like The Witcher. I I hate everything about it. I played The Witcher three when it was like, ah, oh, it's the best game ever made. I'm like, this guy is fucking annoying. I <laughs> I'm a big like I'm a big like tabletop RPG person, and they made a Witcher tabletop RPG. I was like, oh, this sounds good because the interesting mechanics. And I opened it, and like the intro to like the setting is like, this is the kind of fantasy story where rape can happen. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't buy. I do. This is for fucking edge lords. Get the I hate this. I hate this. I hate I hate it. I, I like Citizen Kane is the other thing that I'm like this about. I don't Citizen know Kane why and I don't the care. Witcher. I hate it. Don't I hate them. I hate them both. Okay. I don't not care every movie can be now you see me too. I refuse to engage with that property there. Was it wasn't Henry Cavill on his like big tau shit too? He's like, I, I build computers and I and I yeah, he's a and huge I, nerd. He's I, a huge I can't nerd. I can't date women because because uh, I am not a regular <laughs> publicist very calmly got him engaged to someone and then they play chess together uh, and like he's just a, he's a super 
nerdy guy who just he's somehow... thinking of being the hottest nerd alive. Yeah, like that's his I little mean, gimmick right now. I like to play World of Warcraft and build Warhammer figures, and I'm stunningly attractive well, by convention. Like all of this legitimately metrics. stems though from like a light case of body dysmorphia that Henry Cavill has. Like if you go back, you find out that he didn't get <laughs> a jo- James Bond role because they called him too pudgy, and then ever since then <laughs> he's only gotten more shredded and jacked with each subsequent film it's uh it's truly insane to witness but it's what's the happening. dumbest thing i've ever heard <laughs> it's, it's like it's like how they told uh christian bale that he was too ripped when he showed up to the batman set or like i think i think it was batman begins they're like dude you need to you need to cool it a bit like you gotta you gotta lose some weight you're you're too buff and he's like fine <laughs> i will oh i like this feeling <laughs> I like <laughs> losing and gaining sixty to seventy pounds. <laughs> Will, I think I'll I think I'll uh, get an Oscar for doing this at some point. Yeah, that's just playing into his worst impulses. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, oh we caught Christian outside. He's chain smoking cigarettes. Oh no, oh he he has another Irish, uh, just heartfelt movie coming up. It's not going to be a good time <laughs> for us. Um, <clears throat> This next movie, though, this next movie trailer, uh, it's called Home Team. It stars Kevin James. Uh, it, it's a it's a Netflix family comedy movie that uses the New Orleans Saints' bounty gate scandal <laughs> as a premise. So uh, gather around the just uh, around the campfire, I guess, around the streaming table. Uh, just have everyone get ready to watch Kevin James lead a group of plucky kids uh, as he becomes their Pop Warner football coach for a year. This thing is fucking it, sucks. Like, I is, hate is, this. It, is it just me or is like the time in between these sports events happening and then the movies getting made about them shortening? Like, didn't this just happen? This happened like, less how- than less than 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, like way too early for a a movie. I mean, they're they're clearly just trying to cash in with Kevin James's name and the and the um and like I mean, you you know more about this story, I imagine, like than us. Like, oh yeah, was, was where, there any where they were yeah, offering it, upwards of like thirty thousand dollars if a defensive player gave a concussion to a quarterback? You know that that thing that creates CTE and uh, all that lovely fun stuff. Yeah, uh, it's it's a kind of a dark story. Like, there's a reason he was suspended for a whole year because of it, you know. Um, but the the thing I really wanted to focus on is that I think Netflix dropped the ball on this opportunity because when I looked up what actually happened in this uh, in the real world with this Pop Warner football team, they went undefeated except for losing to one team that used uh, a unique style of play called a single back. We won't get into those specifics right now. But then Sean Payton teamed up and met with his mentor, Bill Parcells, and they worked together on how to create a defense to beat this other little, again, Pop Warner team. And that, this is not fair. That coach, <laughs> that coach still beat them in the playoffs. Oh, my God. Where is that story so, of where you're a, a youth football coach, then you find out that Sean Payton is who you're coaching against. You beat him. And you're like, wow, this is great. And then Sean Payton has called in Bill Parcells to try and take you down. This is insane. So what you're saying is like the football coaches are like either they're incompetent or like the bar is very low for like success. And it's just kind of a crapshoot out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that's exactly what I'm saying uh, is that they're a whole look at urban Meyer, one of the most winningest college football coaches ever, and then completely flamed out in the pros. Uh, But uh, this is not a sports podcast. This is a movie podcast where we, we talk about not the real world billionaires, but rather the, the fake millionaires. And uh, we, we get to watch them dress up and do like pretend brutal things instead of real brutal things. And nothing exemplifies that better than the Northman trailer. So uh, let, let's get fucking hype for this. Director this of The Witch, raw, Lighthouse. This shit's raw. Let's this shit go. fucking rocks. This is so hard. I would yeah. like literally picks that go hard every frame. It's so good. <laughs> it fucking looks awesome. Uh, One perfect shots that go hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Griff, uh, I think you created a Twitter account. You spoke it oh, yeah. into existence right now. Um, 
That I, I mean, this is, seems like uh, the the exact way that like a, a director truly launches into the stratosphere of you know this guy. He did The Witch, which was uh, critically acclaimed, uh, but not you know uh, any real awards buzz uh, about a small kind of horror movie. Then The Lighthouse, Willem Dafoe. Uh, Robert Pattinson, lots of kind of award buzz and verbal buzz going on about it. And then this movie, it's a, a epic revenge thriller, explores how a Viking prince is seeking justice for his murdered father. Like, oh, it's great. Ethan Hawke plays the dad. Uh, and so you're like, I know he's about to die like super hard. Uh, this is going to only be painful. And then uh, what a turn from Alexander Skarsgård because I remember when he was known as like, oh, that guy who tried and failed to be uh, Tarzan, but he is he's done a 180. He was was one of the goofy characters in the Thor movies. Yeah, yeah, it's he was that the, was rough to watch. He 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 was the abusive husband on the the first season of Big Little Lies. Yeah, I remember him from that. Uh, he he yeah. was Satan in that uh, Stephen King The Stand reboot. Uh, you know, uh, so uh, just again, he he's turned it all around, and you know, you got Willem Dafoe coming back, teaming up with the director, Anya Taylor Joy teaming up with the director with her weird alien head and body. Uh, gonna you know. She's just going to be ethereal. That's uh, what I'm expecting. A lot of uh, trippiness yeah. here. So this, watching watching this trailer gave me flashbacks to like smoking weed and watching the first couple seasons of Vikings with my friends in college. Just bros broing out, like watching <laughs> w- watching watching the 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 Northmen kill each other. Like bros let's go. that go hard. Bro, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm incredibly excited to see uh, what the end result of this movie is because I think this is coming out in April of 2022. Like the studio is launching this with the idea that it will in fact go hard uh, at the box office. So just sign me the fuck up for it. I'm, I'm already wanting to buy a ticket. Give me an NFT of this Viking shit. Um, what do you think the over under on like no. an advisable white girl tattoos is going to be uh, as a result of Ooh. this movie? I mean, I'm going to get, so I would get an inadvisable white girl tattoo about this movie i would do that i would get it i would get some norse tattoos yeah because of this movie i would go that hard it's it's okay to do that though because it's not appropriating uh, native american culture so uh the vikings are are now accessible uh and easy to do but yeah the the the, the white girls are are finally going to uh, accept their aryan heritage and get um, culturally appropriate tattoos instead of like some like <laughs> mis- misspelled Chinese characters. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> to be fair, the, the options were that or a Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, uh, biggie tattoo, you know? So, uh, we, we gotta, we gotta count our blessings oh. as it goes. <laughs> oh my God. Did you, did you see the Ruth Bader Ginsburg NFT? No, I didn't, Where, but yes, I believe yeah, it. Yeah. It was, it was, it was uh, that I shit. Think <laughs> NFTs they were, that go hard. That's NFTs that go hard, good. yeah. They, they, they were called like like crypto cunts or something. Like the cunt yes, spell with it was a, a fucking it was a it was fucking a, it was pussy, a pussy that looks pussy, like yeah. fucking <laughs> with, the, with the crown. Oh my god, that shit was so fucking gross. <laughs> crypto cunts, what a fucking name, Jesus. Every day we drift further oh. and further from the light of God. That's and, a real uh, pick that goes hard. Almost as bad as the the George Floyd NFT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought I knew that that was coming because there was a fucking yeah. point where there was the George Floyd cryptocurrency. The oh, Floyd dude coin, was in yeah. my fucking mentions. It was fucking weird. And then that was like, it's only a matter of time till somebody fucking does NFTs of this guy. Jeez. Yeah, I, I remember I like like irony posting about Floyd coin. So that's probably <laughs> that's probably how how it, it it came into your orbit there. Yeah, no, it was. It was in your yeah. replies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. absolutely uh, brutal. But, you know, if we're going to talk about other atrocities that are taking place and things that are just, you know, uh, just a sign that there is no God or if there is one, uh, he no longer loves us. Uh, Let's talk about this latest trailer for uh, How I Met Your Father. Perfect. Yay. Oh my god! Uh, we, we, this is this is the epitome of this is why we should feel Catholic guilt. <laughs> this fucking garbage! I hate this. I fucking hate this. 
You, you're saying you're not like I want on to board go with confess. this? I want to go into a confessional. I want to go tell Father I have sinned. I for watching this. It's so I fucking I hate everything about this. It literally like opens with a Tinder joke about how like dating is hard in New York. It's like no dating is hard in 2022 in New York. Yeah, because they're not like, going to say 2021. Way, like, Sorry, go ahead. Do you think? Do you think they specified 2022 so they could be like COVID's over? That's exactly We're not right. Address that. Probably. Yeah. Show. I love on it. Just a just a very quick side. I watched Grey's Anatomy and they did an entire season of COVID stuff because it's a hospital show, obviously. And then the new season started there. And there's a disclaimer at the beginning. It's like this takes place in a fictional universe where COVID ended. Hell yeah. It's so good. I love it. It's so funny. We, now our does do not anymore. exist in this universe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Fuck all the way off with this shit. These, these characters all need to become Sigmas. Uh, I'm going to sit them down and, and, and teach them the gospel of the Sigma Prowler, which is the new, the new archetype. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get into it, but uh, yeah, just accept yeah. the Sigma Prowler. Well, I, I'm very glad <laughs> that you can do that because uh, you can probably give like whole seminars in the empty dead space that's going to exist uh, as these characters are talking to each other because it looks like it's one of those videos where they take the laugh track out of Big Bang Theory and yes. then they're playing it because <laughs> oh that's God. that's what oh. this feels like of a, a lot of like, oh, uh, I'm going to say something funny, hard cut to something else. It's like, no, no, no. I want to see one full scene. Show me what that one full scene is. Don't rely on like, oh, it's new and has a sound effect. So ha ha humor. Oh, and they're they're probably going to have a like a Barney stand in character who does like the epic Reddit uh, legendary shit. That that and doesn't gonna, work. Like, gonna, I mean, I, it's going to be awful. I, I hope he's yeah. actually a Redditor, though. Like, I hope he's <laughs> actually a Redditor. Like the thing that yeah, made that, Barney so great was guy. that he yeah, was yeah. he's cranked up to 11 and he's played by an openly gay man like that. that you know, yeah. that that was like kind of also part of it uh the entire time uh, of what made it a uh, fun and kind of an in joke with the audience we don't know any of these people that are on this show right now like uh so it's gonna i mean it's gonna take seasons of investment for there to be a barney level character and i'm not going to invest 30 seconds into this show uh absolutely not so I'd, it's probably not going to get a second season. Like who who who's going to watch this shit? <laughs> Hillary Duff fans. I, I mean, think. the same did did something like did Fuller House get another season? It had like five seasons. Yeah, Fuller House, the like reboot. Yeah, then that means this will definitely get several seasons. Those How many seasons does it? Young Sheldon have now? <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> I sat through a lot of them. They're. Why would you do that to yourself? It's not me, man. It's look, look it's not getting into it. It wasn't. It wasn't for me. I, I said, hey, let's unwind. Let's watch a couple uh, episodes of Young Sheldon. The counter offer was a uh, one full length feature film of Now You See Me Too. And uh, shut, shut <laughs> up! It's fun. The real, the real pussy movie. jihad is is sitting through countless seasons of Young Sheldon in in the. <laughs> Of, of a crumb uh, of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's at least that's at least that's on brand. Yeah, just just I'll, I'll watch as much of this crap as I have to. I'll, I'll get there. I'll fucking get Clapping there. Clapping like to. a seal every time Hillary Duff says a witty one-liner in hopes of getting laid. Yeah. Uh, respect. Yeah. yeah, good job. Um, that's my that's my brand. Well, uh, now let, let's pivot out of this uh, godforsaken conversation. The talk about uh something else uh and that's the fact that we need money grift we we desperately desperately need money and for five dollars a month people can show their support for this show and give us money it's a it's a wonderful system that we have set up here uh, we need money to buy the weed that we're going to smoke during our yellowstone episode it, so, it is yeah have you ever thought <laughs> oh i don't want to give money to someone they're going to spend that money on drugs well you have a promise that we will spend that money on drugs here as we go through <laughs> all of the Yellowstone seasons, the Texas spinoff, the 1883 prequel show uh, that exists. It's getting 
getting an absurd amount of buzz. Uh, again, I, I don't like to mention family too much on this show, but my mother is uh, quickly figuring out how to torrent episodes because she is hungry for more of that sweet, sweet Yellowstone content. So uh, <laughs> God bless the boomers. They are uh, they're just you know rabidly foaming at the mouth for more Kevin Cosner uh, popping off. It's a great they're, time. They're making bad memes. Like I looked up, like I just Googled, like, cause you were talking about like how your family members are sharing Yellowstone memes. And I, I, I just Googled Yellowstone memes and honestly, like some of the worst, the worst content I've ever seen. Like they, it's, it's like, the, these are barely memes. These are like pictures with, with just text on like, I, I, I can't even begin to describe how, <laughs> how like normie pilled these memes are. And it's uh, yeah, we're going to let's, let's take these people for all they're worth. Uh, that's the like, game plan, man. So yeah. We- Cause like you have, you have experience with promoting stuff on Facebook, right? Yeah. Cause I feel like that's where, that's where the market is for this shit. Like we're not on Twitter. It's 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 not on you're not you're not gonna get people interested in a Yellowstone podcast on Twitter. Like that's that's Facebook all the way. It's okay. So, we'll uh, venture yeah. into the metaverse. We'll have those like weird like we you uh bodies that the metaverse has, and we can talk about Yellowstone the entire time. Uh and we'll rate it on a scale of uh one to ten gallon cowboy hats. How about that? That can be our, our system there for the show. So uh, <laughs> Um, but let, let's talk about uh, some news here, some news, some views, some cool and important happening things. Uh, a third woman has accused Sex in the City actor Chris Noth of sexual assault. Yay. Congrats, everyone. Uh, of course, uh, he portrayed Mr. Big on the Sex in the City show. Uh, he died in the first <laughs> like opening of uh, the reboot. And then Peloton oh, stock shrank down 10%. So in a panic, they then hired the actor to have a sexual innuendo-laced conversation with a trainer. And uh, wouldn't you know it, that then triggered several women to uh, come forward uh, describing uh, what all Chris has uh, done to them. And so then it was just a rapid series of people trying to put up ads that they were actively promoting at the same time. So, uh, yeah. It's it's not a great uh, the the long arc of history uh, bends towards uh, this guy being a candidate for a major political party in a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely, uh, yeah. will run for office. Yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely. I'm I'm totally down with your conspiracy that they knew about this stuff. Yes, um, yes. I've been you know, promoting these that. allegations. Yeah, yeah, and and that they they killed him to. Uh, to get get ahead of it and sort of provide the impetus for the um, for his victims to come forward. Um, so yeah, no, I'm 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 totally pilled on that. My uh, I'm I'm uh, yeah, I got I got my tinfoil hat on. I'm riding the Peloton. <laughs> and it's, to per- yeah. to purposely take they they have a vendetta against Peloton because first they tanked their stock by killing him on one, and then they they killed him to avoid these allegations that they knew would come up. But they also knew that Peloton would desperately hire him and thus get more flack on themselves. Wow. Because of the shit coming out. Big, 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 if true, I think. Creating two dips. That, that's uh, unheard of. Manipulating the stock yeah. market, you know. Never happened before. <laughs> the stock market is real. Some... He, he he digitally groped a Peloton instructor in the metaverse, I think. Is... <laughs> Did you hear that was a thing? <laughs> yeah, People no, that's talking that, about. That's, that's what I was referencing. Up. Just turn it off. It's like, yeah, it's we that, all got tea bags. It's the Tyler the Halo. Creator tweet. Like, it's the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> how is it real? I don't. Yeah. You 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 got digitally groped in the metaverse. I got tea bags in Halo. Um, we, are we are not the same. same. Yeah. We are not the same. These snowflakes getting groped in VR chat wouldn't last five minutes in a Halo match. God. <laughs> it's good. It's good to try and remove though these problematic elements and associations, which is why the next story of uh, Quidditch leagues in the U.S. are changing their name. Uh, citing J.K. Rowling's anti-trans positions, which I thought was such an intriguing headline, especially which when uh, you open the article, you find out that the name Quidditch is trademarked by Warner Brothers, and so the leagues are 
in reality, switching it so that way then they can start airing this sport on TV in some way, shape, yeah. or form uh, without having to pay any royalties. And so, I mean, you you'd think Warner Brothers by now would have like monetized this because Quidditch has been a big thing for so a while you, uh, like, as an uh, actual sport. Uh, Ruby, I just you know, I, I want to back up a little bit. You're hoping and thinking that Warner Media would have a plan with their content rollout. Okay, very fair. Very fair. <laughs> very Yes, very true. Very fair. I mean, yeah. who who wants to be associated with these nerds fucking running around with brooms between their legs? Like, it's like, what the fuck? It, like, it, I'm so ignorant to Harry Potter. Like, mid- uh, I, I'm it sorry. looks fun. I, I don't even I know really what Quidditch oh. is. I assume it's like lacrosse. They, they just try to take the game of Quidditch. Which has very and because the fucking lore of Harry Potter is fucking endlessly fleshed out in a weird way. They take the rules of Quidditch, except you just don't fly, but you have to walk around with a broom between your legs. It's the same rules with with like the three different kinds of balls. I don't know how they do the snitch. They do this. I think there's I think a the guy. Snitch is like a, it's snitch. a person. Yeah. Yes, it's a, a dude. It's a it's a it's a, yeah. it's a greased up little 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 guy. But yeah, I don't know what it is. They get they get a twink to put to to play the uh, yeah. They just, the, they the just slather yeah. up a, a twink in some in yeah. some lube and just set them loose. Just go, just go grab them. Well, now now I'm much more intrigued by this sport than I was before. But I also feel like yeah. uh, I might be being led astray, and uh, it's going to lead Maybe. to some interesting searches. Harry Potter Twink Quidditch. Okay. Oh no, this isn't what Twinks I was expecting only at all. Quidditch. Yeah, Twinks only Quidditch. And then the Snitch Quidditch. is not a Twink. The Snitch is a big burly guy <laughs> instead. Who uh. chases you, the Twink? <laughs> We're innovating the game of Quidditch here. I'm staying away from this game. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. It sounds sounds unsafe. It's okay. Um, we we can focus. Yeah. Just uh, on other things, you know, uh, other stories that are popping up. This is one that another I, Spider-Man story. Yeah, another Spider-Man it's story. another I'm Spider-Man story. Uh, Ru- yes, Ruby comes every, in for a every twofer. Every single main actor, uh, or every single Spider-Man actor, Toby and Andrew and Tom, keep dating their love interest uh, a- actresses. Uh, fucking Toby was with Kristen du- Kristen Dunst. Andrew Garfield was with Emma Stone, and now Tom is with uh, Zendaya. And they at, they were talking to Amy Pascal, who's the longtime producer of the Spider-Man movies and used to run Sony, like was the head of the Sony How'd that film work division. Out for her, uh, as a woman. Well, yeah. Well, ta- I mean, Tasm two, the Amazing Spider-Man two happened, <laughs> and then she wasn't in charge anymore. So. <laughs> but they asked her in an interview with Kevin Feige about like during No Way Home stuff, and she uh, about Tom and Zendaya's relationship, and she said she was like, "I've t- every time this happens." I, I took Tom and Zendaya aside and told them, don't do this. It's not a good idea, but they never listened to me. She's apparently said that to every, she said that to Toby and she said that to Andrew. She's just and putting the idea in their head. I was going like, to say, you're more likely to do she, that. I'm like, to her, she has like, the it's after it's already that. started. I'm, I'm and then just, she gives them I'm the just talk. picturing her then, like in some smoke filled room with a cigarette in one hand, <laughs> just being like, now I know that you have these amazing, gorgeous bodies, <laughs> but don't think about slathering each other up. This isn't a game of Quidditch. You can't be doing that to each other. <laughs> also, isn't that like a common theme in Hollywood productions where like the, they're the they're actors, they're like love you know love playing love interests. Like it, it helps yeah, the chemistry. I couldn't, I if couldn't they kiss actually someone and not fall in love with them. It's not gonna happen. I have to kiss you in a movie. I'm in love with you. Like, sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I, Daniel Day yeah. Lewis. I understand. Yeah, look, whoever it is. Whoever it is, I don't. I don't care if yeah, they're, you're, if you're they're, made. You're made the, for show business. That's how <laughs> ugly people have a chance. If you're ugly, go into movies. I got. I got bad news for you. No you, ugly I'm people are allowed in it. movies anymore. Like, when's the last time an unless ugly they, person? Unless made they're it? supposed to play little freaks, like gross little freaks. Yeah, looking at you, Ned. Wow, <laughs> that's so mean. Doesn't Ned Jacob become Madelon the Hobgoblin? Is, Isn't that like his no, trajectory? No, they're not doing that. In the comics, Ned Leeds was a character who dressed up as the Hobgoblin for money and or because he was brainwashed. Okay, well, they're see, there we go. Becomes that. a little goblin creature. Exactly, right there, He's Ned. Not, but Hobgoblin's just a guy. It doesn't matter. He's they're all a just a guy. The Green Goblin's actually a goblin. No, the Green Goblin at some point is actually a goblin. Hobgoblin's just, a, he puts on a mask. He's like, I'm going to make some money or whatever. Green Goblin's actually a fucking goblin. He's crazy and a goblin. 
That's his thing. It's not, the, it's not the same. I see. Ugly people can be admitted. That's so fucked up. Why would you call Jake? That's so mean. Calling Jacob ugly. Wow. That's what, like just because he's bald, which, you know, is e- he might become Hobgoblin. Being bald is like evil coded, you know? Okay. So, like, so see, he, the, it started Jacob with you saying bald, how ridiculous so I was. And then it circled into, Am well, I fine. He might become Hobgoblin. All bald people are evil. I agree. I've I never agree. met a bald person who's not Jeff evil. Bezos. Like, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you get it. It, it, it always works out interestingly for them. Uh, let's talk about more billionaires, though. Uh, Matt Reeves, director of The Batman, has revealed that Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is inspired by Kurt Cobain, man. It's uh, it's it's Kurt Cobain. Weird thing to say. This edgy 90s aesthetic Batman. Uh, in the article, it says, uh, that's when it came to me. Rather than make Bruce Wayne the Playboy version we've seen before, there's another version who had gone through a great tragedy and become a recluse. Wow, a Bruce Wayne that's gone through a great tragedy this and becomes a recluse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're really shaking up the Batman formula by making a dark, Bruce gritty Batman. What? Fuck off. This, this has been a movie <laughs> that I have been say. shitting on, like from the beginning. Of I, I mean, like there it was all this though. hype coming out. Honestly, it does it. look pretty good. It, it I, looks raw. I'm sure it will be Batman that go fine. Hard. I think though, it's going to be just like an edgy aesthetic style movie that is ultimately just something that's like uh i don't know gritty version of hush or I mean, of the long halloween or whatever like it's like, just i like i'm sold on superhero shit when they do like in the trailer when he just starts fucking wailing on a guy on the floor for no reason i love that shit yeah i'm rewatching daredevil right now he does the same thing he just gets the guy and at one point he just starts Fucking loot! I love that shit. That goes hard. Yeah, they, that's why I, I think you're it. taking the I wrong really message from that because doesn't that. like Matt Murdock then have like all this Catholic guilt built up about yes, his actions? But um, he still on. wails on guys anyway. <laughs> so yeah, they weren't they going around in the press saying like, oh, this movie really explores Batman's rage. He's he's teetering right on the edge, and it's like very yeah, new stuff. Yeah, here. very yeah, Batman, breaking right? breaking new We've never ground. Fucking done that before. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, we we can make him almost like a bad guy in some ways. This is crazy. I'm not sure. Hear me out, boss. <laughs> I think we got a winning formula here that's going to be a okay. Um, I, I think that this is going to be a movie that a lot of people are going to look back on the same way that we look at like the spawn movie that came out and you know, I like that's, I think you're reaching. I think that's a bit, that's a, that's dubbing it. That's not okay. That's not a, a certain point, he's still fine. a billionaire who dresses up like an animal. So that way then he can beat up poor people. And like, there's only so many ways that we can kind of get around that without you know uh just kind of acknowledging what that is like the the realism can only be so realistic and so it has to be fantastical with like what the riddler is which you know uh again I, i'm sure it will be a fine movie i just refuse to take it seriously because uh kurt cobain batman get all the way out of my fucking face with that can't <laughs> Yeah, uh, Kurt Cobain was a furry. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, no. It, it would be great. I Because, I mean, I know everyone thinks about, like, well, what would Kurt Cobain be like if he was still alive? The answer is probably not someone that, like, you want to associate with. Like, no rock star gets old and then you're like, wow, cool. I'm glad you stuck around so you could do Vegas residency he, he- shows. He'd, he'd probably be making like uh, wear a mask uh, jingles for like the Biden administration <laughs> or some shit. Like you, you, you wouldn't like where Kurt Cobain would be oh, now. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Search, search your feelings. Like <laughs> uh, you know it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Well, uh, this next thing, uh, going from dead celebrities to almost uh, dying celebrities here, Uh, an Avatar sequel is, uh, of course, happening, but this Avatar sequel required Sigourney Weaver and Kate Winslet to be able to hold their breath for over five minutes, because it's the longstanding tradition of uh, James Cameron demanding that actors hold their breath for absurdly long lengths of time. It's, That's really a thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he almost killed Ed Harris 
uh, what he just kept on demanding that he uh, hold his breath longer and longer and longer for. Uh, but th- shout out, shout out the abyss, the director's cut, best James Cameron movie. Uh, I will die on that hill. Not, not a bad um, hill. No, no. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty very, solid. very, very, very underrated film. Uh, I, I think that it's also going to be interesting because the reason he wants to do this is so that way then he doesn't have to do fake water scenes in the movie. Uh, it's just so that way then he can save some time in the editing booth and he doesn't think that like the hair and all that looks realistic. So he's just like, we'll shoot it practically, which is just such a funny thing to hear the director of Avatar saying that he wants to try and shoot something more practically. And like the the only promo pics we've gotten so far from this thing is like something that looks like a PS2 CGI cut screen with like that little that, that little Navi looking at the fish. It's like <laughs> people people keep acting like Avatar is good. I don't get it. People keep acting like this movie is going to be good. I mean, it's not yeah, people had their doubts that's, about that's, Avatar that's the, when it was yeah. first coming out in like 2009, and then it was the technical marvel of it that like blew people away. And so I didn't even that. I mean, what, the, te- okay. what the 3D? Why fucking tech? I don't get it. What technical marvel? It does not look that good. Like, I don't. What? Jurassic Park was a technical marvel. That T Rex still looks real, dude. It's <laughs> like a technical marvel, I, my ass. I'm not, oh, I'm not the avatar defender. Somebody blue. What I know, I know, I know. It can't. The, the only reason anyone is talking about Avatar is because uh, a big podcast that shall not be named has decided to resurrect it. Um, in some sort of in some sort of misguided ironic uh, screed. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there, but that's literally the only reason anyone's talking about that. I genuinely also think it's like a it's a soy competition because back when Endgame came out, it was battling for the top movie of all time with Avatar, mm-hmm. and it won for a bit, and then they re released Avatar in theaters. Congrats to Disney for beating Disney. <laughs> they they literally yeah they literally did a back and forth a couple times where they. The theater run ended for Endgame, and then they put Avatar in theaters, and then they put Endgame back in theaters and back and forth. Like I think it's it's a little competition. James Cameron wants to come back and take Disney's spot from Disney or whatever. As he is employed by Disney and continues yeah. to make five more sequels for Disney. Real, real way I to stick be- it to him, I Jim. Can't believe that. Good job. You're gonna. I can't fucking believe that they're making five more of those fucking things. It, oh my! Who's gonna watch that? All of us. Nobody's. All can, of us. Please, I implore all of you not to watch that. Do not fucking watch Avatar. Any of them, two <laughs> or five or the first one, don't. <laughs> and the list of, of greatest sequels is probably what? Godfather 2, Now You See Me 2, then all Spider-Man the way to uh, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, throw it in there. Fuck it. Uh. It's a good time. It's, um, it's it gonna, amazing it's, it's, in its own way. And it's it's definitely going to dovetail with like climate change hysteria, people self diagnosing themselves with climate change disease. How much you want to bet some kind of COVID pandemic thing is going to affect the plot of one of these movies, of one of the four? Oh, I, yeah, gotta, gotta be in there somewhere. There, there's there's going to be the underwater one. There's going to be like the plague one. Do you realize there's like be... sci-fi is gone now as a concept? Like all these upcoming like Star Trek TV shows are going to incorporate having a pandemic like sweep through the the ship in some uh, way like like that's all yeah, happening raw. next season all the red all the red shirts are not are going to be anti-vax no maskers anti-mandate people because they're <laughs> Listen, the I'm okay ones. if you want to you know f- get the cure the going to put out a statement like the white house did about let's fuck the red shirts yeah, whatever kind of shit. Yeah, the, I don't know the, why the White House post- hired the Night King and was like, "Winter is coming." <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about more bad ideas, more bad things to happen. Uh, our last story: Louis C.K. promotes his latest comedy special, "Sorry," in commercial oh. broadcast oh, on SNL. Off. This is fuck fucking off, rough, dude. dude. <laughs> fuck. Oh. Like I mean, this this guy wasn't funny to begin with. Well, like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I push know. back. I thought he was pretty funny in some. I thought some he was areas. okay. Um, I thought he was it, okay. it doesn't become any. He definitely funnier. wasn't the worst. He wasn't the worst fucking comedian out there or anything. He wasn't like oh, that's a high bar. But he was, <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, fair. 
fair. But like he was fine. He was fine. All credit to the whacking it in front of people guy. Yeah. But. Well, also a lot of his stories kind of get tinged in this other no literally because a lot of his comedy was fucking about that kind of shit exactly and he's like listen i'm speaking from experience okay and you're like oh oh he actually was oh no i should have believed the comedian when he said no i actually (laughs) am like this um but yeah it's uh he tried to warn uh, us so many people got mad at louis ck which you know they should because again objectively what he did it was horrible and awful but i'm not seeing a lot of anger at NBC for running the ad and choosing yeah. to like take the money from the production company called like Louie Louie Productions and you know I, I, I guess I shouldn't I be mean, surprised. I think, I think maybe it's a bit it's just the like the audacity of naming it sorry. That's really distracting. Like that like I wouldn't fucking even pay attention to it being an ad on it. you like really? Motherfucker, sorry? Yep. Are you fucking serious? The, the only way to deal with this shit is to just like ignore it and not give it not even no, yeah. it have any outrage cycle. Like they're they're just negging people into into like hating on this thing to and yeah. that's the only way it's gonna no, he's, like he's gonna bank get and ride the cancel culture thing for a while. He's gonna do yeah. the whole Dave Chappelle bit and run the gamut of this kind of shit for a while. Like I, I forget what it was, what but it was be. like him getting because I when he also got quote unquote canceled, he then like uh, was able to get a lot of things that were on streaming services uh, given back to him because he smartly, to his credit, had a lot under his own production company label. So like a lot of his stuff is on like louisck.com that you can pay the five bucks a month or I'm not sure how it works over there. But the, bo- guy, so wait, wait. Still pay- the guy paying for the Louis C.K. subscription, I want to meet him. Right. It, it's uh so like through the process of getting canceled he got the equivalent of like getting control of his own masters yeah again yeah basically <laughs> and then like he he was making obviously not as much as before but like it wasn't actually like as little as anyone would think a canceled comedian would actually be making like he, he wasn't ever having to rough it by any means uh, half the time the people who are canceled are not can't they're always fucking making money like that barely is ever yeah, it's not real. Uh, yeah, it's if, you're, if, if you're big enough, it's not real. I mean, at the time I'm, being canceled yeah. is a fucking benefit because then you sell that yep. shit for fucking two years about how you're fucking canceled. It's dumb as fuck. Like, it's not real. It's fake. It, yeah, and, sure. and then you get to play up the whole like, like, oh, I'm the comedian. You're the, don't you're want the warrior you to of see. truth. And you get a and fucking you, op-ed by on, Glenn Greenwald about you. Yeah, and then you, then you then you go on like something called like the Red Pill Tour or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, I I love some of these uh, tweets that they cite. At, the article cites as like people being mad about. Um, him having a special like the quote i thought the worst part of my day was testing positive for covid canceling my travel plans and knowing i'll spend christmas alone but nbc just ran a commercial for louis ck's new special and that was much worse no motherfucker that's not worse he's living (laughs) rent free in your head like you're not like you're like (laughs) this is what he wants yeah, like they all want. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> it's not a good time. My life is falling to pieces, but Louis C.K. gets another special. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tweet about it. <laughs> uh, the best part uh. is that it's also photos of those tweets. Uh, for fear that then they'll delete them when the the inevitable yeah. crowd backlash hunts. We got the screenshots. Yeah, they hunt these people down <laughs> and uh, harass them. So uh, shout out to- at at what the felk you are on notice. <laughs> Let's change that at right now. Just to anything like you know, uh, you'll be fine. Save yourself. But yes, this has been this has been a marathon of an episode. It's uh. And, uh, you know, just a few minutes long, but I think the same could be said also with Spider-Man No Way Home. So, uh, hey, uh, hey, it was perfect. Perfect <laughs> length. Could have been longer, to be honest. Could have been longer. <laughs> Should have hit the three hours, I think. <laughs> it's okay. Just wait for the, the extended cut or whatever. It's going to yes. come out. Yeah, so. they'll, yes. they'll, get, they'll get James Cameron to do the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now we get to plugs, though. So, Ruby, what have you got going on? Tell us, please. All right, folks. Did you have you had enough of me talking about Spider-Man? No. Well, guess what? You can listen to several hours of me talking about Spider-Man with a 
wide assortment of folks, including my my two lovely podcasting co-workers right here. Both have yes. been on uh, my show, the uh, Into the Spider-Cast. It's a uh, podcast about Spider-Man currently running through all the live action films. And then I'm going to move on to all sorts of Spider-Man stuff after that. It's very fun. Uh, often not on topic, but that's okay because the best podcasts are never on topic. So <laughs> there's that. And then there's also just the usual stuff. My Twitter handle is at Pussy Jihad. Follow me because it feels nice to get followers. And I sell stuff on the, you know, I'll let you do that. I'll bring that up when you do that part. Nice. Oh, oh, wh- where do you sell stuff, Ruby? No, please. I please. sell stuff on the, on the grift.shop. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, go get the, go get the Gusano collection. Yeah, still going right. strong, still benefiting Cuba's COVID response that has been hampered yes. by the U.S.'s uh, embargo. Um, so you can get some sick merch and support a good cause and uh, right. piss off all of the uh, CIA it's accounts so, it's on so Twitter. Good. Yeah, it's so it's, good. It's Every so yeah. often, I like not that long ago, one of them came back. Like when I first launched it, a bunch of gusanos popped up and were like, "Hey, uh, who are you donating this to? Is this real? This is bullshit. You're like all this stuff, you know." And like three, four months later, someone was like, "Okay, it's been a while. Who who are you giving it to?" I just, it's very funny. It's I just remember funny. that that guy uh, in the in the poo crop top. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, make, make sure at the very least, if you're going to come down to if you're one of these like people who live up north, you like to travel south for the winter, buy, buy the uh, buy some stuff from the Gusana collection and get some uh, get some hateful looks here in Miami. I routinely get them when I wear my uh, Cuban Revolution flag hat out. It's very fun how mad it makes these people. And that yeah. at the very least. You can you can enjoy, you can enjoy that you know it's uh pick up a, pick like up a quote, postcard right? ma- yeah like put pick up a postcard mail it to your CIA handler yeah uh, we got we got stuff let there. them know they're in your thoughts <laughs> uh, just a shirt that says uh, we are the granddaughters of the plantation owners you couldn't burn <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> well uh, Griff what's happening in the shop in general though what, what's uh what what have you got going on uh yeah, so we got uh multiple um uh crypto scams uh currently happening or in the works. Uh we we got we got the the my good friends over at Cheese Dow. We got some merch that you probably will not care about unless you are um, in on this Ponzi. So uh yeah, we got and I got other people reaching out to me now too. So apparently I'm I'm the go-to guy for uh crypto. You're the crypto guy collectors. for these people, yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah, the, the guy for the Griff shop. Yo, this yeah. guy just puts our stuff up on his side, like just do it. You want our yeah. fucking shit on his shirt, he'll do it. It's <laughs> yeah, it's you found your niche, man. Respect the grift as always. I, I right. still yeah. look forward to that uh uh, superhero uh, I don't know if it's NFT or uh, uh, crypto coin or whatever that oh, you sent yeah. me because uh, I, I really <laughs> want them to Dow, push yeah. the eagle that awful 1940s ripoff of Captain America that fell into the public domain that's what I want um, you know I think I think the first the first one they're trying to do is called uh, moon girl and their and their token is called moon rocks so <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting paid for some design work in shady crypto tokens let's go that are, that are named after a a street drug so yeah (laughs) Uh, it's always a fun time uh to hear what's happening in the wild and crazy (laughs) world of merch and pluggables um as for the podcast itself you can go ahead and follow us on twitter at gigocast and letterboxd at gigopodcast i'll i'll be throwing some stuff up there at some point whenever i get around back to it our merch can also be found on the actual uh griff shop so griff.shop check that out uh the website is gigo.plus because it was super easy thank you to pod page for all of that one last and final note it is a a humble request that i would like to ask people for uh spotify now enables a rating system to be given to podcasts and it is the wild wild west out here right now y'all of where this is how Spotify is going to be gauging uh, engagement, for lack of a better phrase, on their podcast. So if you can find it within your hearts for this Christmas 
festive season. Please rate our podcast. Uh, I mean, I would be so bold as to say five stars. But honestly, any form of rating counts as engagement, and that's the thing that matters the most to Spotify. You heard so, that, Gigolos? Make a hundred fucking alt accounts. Just blast that one star rating. Exactly. Tell them to do better. All engagements, good engagement. Fifty thousand reviews, but uh, not that many listeners. Interesting. It's called making waves. <laughs> we can claim that then we got canceled to be pulling a Louis C.K. the entire time. Uh, not pulling a Louis C.K., but uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, got to be careful on uh, how I phrase that for our upcoming thirty-second ad spot on SNL, since they'll just take about anyone morally bankrupt company that they are now uh let's go ahead and say goodbye everyone peace bye deuces <laughs>